Hey everyone, and welcome to the next installment of the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Last week, we left on a pretty exciting finale to book one, so I won't hold you for too long. I just wanted to remind everyone to follow us on social media if you haven't done so already, just so you keep up to date on any exciting releases that we have coming up in the following week. With that, enjoy episode 32, Harrowstone Redemption. Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 32. Jesus Christ. That last episode, my God. It was something. You guys came real fucking close but not only one death, but several. We here, and we're in the clear. And, <laughs> and we drinking. That's right. Speaking of drinking, what are you drinking, Steve? Well, I think I'm going to impress you with this one. I've been saving this beer for a while. It's my very last beer that my brother got me a long time ago from Tired Hands Brewing. Tired Hands. I like Tired Hands. Great. Back home. Great fucking beer uh, from Philly. But this is an I Can't Figure Out If It's the End or the Beginning double IPA. So fucking smooth, guys. Been saving it for a special occasion. And this is a Team No Slurp episode, so don't mind if I do. How refined. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah, you can't really slurp something that good. <laughs> no. To be honest. No, I can't. It's just it's not so fair. Good. Just not fair. Brooks, what are you drinking? This is a truly uh, black cherry. Nice. It is better than the raspberry lime. Is it better than the blood orange, though? Uh, it's been a while since I've had it, so I, I can't compare uh, compare just yet. Maybe in time. Speaking of time... Haley, how much time you think it's going to take for you to finish that giant-ass wine bottle over there? It's only a liter and a half, and it's, <laughs> it's already... only a liter and a half. <laughs> when you got to switch over to the metric system, you know we're in trouble. Oh, well. It's already partway gone, uh, and I'm using the really big cup today, so it'll be done tonight. It's fine. I figured it'd be done tonight. I just wondered if it'd make it through the session. Normally, people call that a handle in liquor form, but... There's, just. I mean, no need. To, that's when people understand what I'm talking about, how quantities. <laughs> I just, I just, they don't need to know. They don't need to know the amount of wine. <laughs> I have a handle of wine over here. Yeah, it doesn't, have a, a it doesn't really quite have, have, have the same ring. ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you take a dingers of that all night? Wine dingers. Wine dingers. Wine dingers. Wing dingers. Emily, what are you drinking? I'm also drinking a truly, but the mixed berry one. How's that in comparison? Do you know if you had the whatever the fuck Brooks's is? In I a while? haven't tried those. Black cherry. Yet. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've Black had. Black cherry is oddly sweet, but it's good. I'm not a huge fan of cherry flavored drinks. They taste a little medicine-y to me. You know, the next ten drink recommendations we get after you saying that are going to be all like cherry shit. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't kill me. <laughs> As for me. I'm drinking a Smirnoff Seltzer 
This time, the Raspberry Rosé once again, because I like to get through these before I get too ripped. Steve can attest. That's true. I force them on him. Well, it's a real, uh, real hard seltzer type of day. Yeah, it's a hard seltzy day. Hard seltzy after a hard episode, last episode. What'd you guys think of that? That was uh, what I would consider a barn burner. Um, really, really lit us up. I mean, we were recording till like midnight. That was a... Uh, yeah, I got back to my apartment at like one in the morning. Yeah, and or but to be honest, to I really didn't feel like I was here that long. It went that quickly, but it man, it got my heart going. Yeah, I definitely couldn't sleep right away when I got home. Oh, me neither. <laughs> I was Way up. I was up for a while. We all went home and just like started texting each other. <laughs> I started oh God, leveling up my character immediately. Yeah. Like, I literally sat with my iPad trying to level up my character. You fucking would. The character with the most implications at the end of that. Just, <laughs> man, I'm going to level myself up now. That, that was how I was calming my nerves. Let me get the all the uh, anti-party spells. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So let's drop back into it. And the scene is... We're in the basement of the prison, and you guys have just defeated the Splatterman, but at a pretty severe cost. Two of your teammates lying on the floor, having had bled out. The other two party members drenched, standing outside of the oubliette that Eclipse had almost drowned in. Eclipse and Ikmer look at each other, both still wet from being in the Oubliette pit, with Matumbe and Lyra still on the ground, unconscious. And Ick would definitely walk over to Lyra and uh, perform a heel check. On his way over, uh, Eclipse would say, No, don't worry, Ick. Uh, I stabilized them already. Uh, as, as long as... The lopper uh, doesn't come back. We we should be safe now, right? And Eclipse would look around Ikmer as though she's kind of watching something move around Ick. Instead of looking directly at him, uh, her eyes dart to her friends laying on the ground. She just pauses. Uh, e- Eclipse, he, he's not coming back, right? Hmm, what are we going to do here? Uh, Eve will look directly at Ick this time. Ick, you saw us. You can't share that information. We only did what was needed to get out. And at her saying this, Ikmer sees Eclipse's face almost distort. And he begins to hear the lopper. <laughs> That's right. He can't let them know. What would they do to us? They'd probably want to get rid of me. They'd want to get rid of us, he... And you? This time, Eclipse hears the voice only in her head. Do you want me to take him out? He's a threat. (laughs) I I could make it look like an accident, E. I could do it. No, no, not yet. You you see the problem here. If you tell, you, you would lead to something bad happening to our friends. Oh, so so it would be my fault if I I tell them about the lopper. 
And then Eclipse, I mean, kind of looking down at the ground and all over the place, but not really at Ick. She kind of says under her breath, that, that, that won't work. I have to keep them all around. And after Eclipse says this, we fade to black. And we flash back on Ickmer in a fighting ring. Well, it's less a ring and more an empty room with people crowded around and starting to place bets. He sees his mother as part of the crowd betting as well. We flash forward again to the end of the fight. And his mother comes up to him. Ickmer, how dare you lose this to me? You cost us food. You're the reason we're going hungry tonight. This is on you. She slaps Ick across his bruised face. Suddenly his eyes blaze golden. Fangs bared at his mother for the first time. She recoils in shock. You really are a beast. No son of mine would threaten his dear mother. And then we fade back. Eclipse would look, you know, directly at Ick. Say, it'll be okay, Ick. Let's heal our friends. And, uh, well, I guess while E would say that, Ick would kind of see behind her and kind of all around her as shadowy figures, an older human woman, a small child, Aranel and the Lopper pacing around her. And then she'd pull out the wand of, wand of Cure Light and start healing her friends. And with that, two hero cards. <laughs> oh, oh. It's well Man. worth it to kill, kill the Spider-Man, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. What'd you guys get? I got the Wanderer, who is a looks like an evil card. Uh, that looks like a good one. It looks like it's up at the top. Yeah, the Wanderer is a good card. Oh, all right, it's a good one. Heck that, yeah, that's advantage on a roll of your choosing. What'd you get, Eclipse? The most disgusting card ever for this communication. Uh, it is called the Teamster. It is a little grayish figure. Um, riding on top of what looks to be some sort of half-orc or orc and whipping him to go faster? I'm not kidding. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's Griff, pretty did good. Did you pick these out? No. No? No, I just... Oh, okay. That's split cool. the deck there and they gave go. you the first two just cards. Believe the in the heart of the cards. The heart of the cards. The heart of the cards. Yamu. And I, I think it's neutral. It doesn't have anything on it. Doesn't have anything. Yeah, I guess I should describe That would the, be true neutral, yes. Yeah. The Wanderer is half man, half uh, horse. Forgot what that's called at the moment. Centaur? Centaur. And uh, he is he's carrying a long spear and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, baggage. Sounds like Igmar. <laughs> <laughs> spear, baggage... So you begin to heal your friends, and how far are you guys down? Negative 11. Negative 3. 7. Well, you're at 7 total, yeah. Yeah. Wait, holy shit. No, I'm at negative 10. That's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a more dire situation. Yeah, it's negative 10. So 
why don't you heal them up to standing if you just want to roll like 2d8 for each of them yeah I'll, I'll, I'll do that like two charges of it I'm only at I think one health here uh so uh 10 for uh Lyra so still unconscious one more seven so Lyra is back up to six yeah yes alright and then Matumbe have a solid that's seven on seven on the die plus two will be sixteen damn that's uh, great yeah I rolled I'm positive six real high so for Matumbe you Matumbe is positive alright so now everyone's positive and we need to bolt out of the prison <laughs> So, Ikmer, you remember that you threw this magical hammer. It splashed into the oubliette. Mm Mm-hmm. Are there thoughts on retrieving it? Yeah, he, uh, in his moment of heroism, he he was able to kick his way and uh, pick up Eclipse from the water. I don't think he's going to... uh, Try his luck for a second time. Well, you have Lyra conscious now. Oh, Lyra, do you wanna? I I don't know. You you seem pretty good in the water and stuff. So, if you wanna, I don't get it. If you want, Lyra's probably actively coughing up blood right now. Uh, so she'd take a second to. Yeah, Lyra is yeah. lying in a pool of. Whatever 11 hit points of negative, 11 hit points into the negative of blood is. Yeah, I, I think the two of us, Lyra and Matumbe, wake up and are like, say, say something to the, to the tune of, I, is the Splatterman defeated? I, I must have gone down. I can't remember. Yeah, Matumbe, don't worry about it. Ick and I, we got it. Yeah, wow. uh, we, we worked pretty good together and, and we got him. The situation was seeming pretty dire. I'm surprised we made it out at all. It is my only regret that I did not see it through. Eclipse did really good. As I can imagine. Thank you for keeping us safe. That must have been a very difficult end to the battle. We weren't faring well at all. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You're welcome, I guess. Yeah, and Ick saved me, guys. He's, he jumped into the water as I, I fell and tripped in there, and I, and, and he saved me. Did he really? It really was nothing at all. Just, yeah, just want to get out of here, you know? Matumbe walks over, claps Ick on the shoulder, and says, You're a valuable traveling companion, a good friend, and sometimes a hero. Ick, uh, my boy. <laughs> Ick wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't look him in his eye and, uh, be like, I mean, Lyra, if you want to go get the hammer, I guess you can. It's the least I can do for you, Ickmer. And then Lyra would jump into the oubliette and swim down to the bottom, grab it, and swim up because she has a swim speed. Well, as Lyra swims down to the bottom, she sees. Several items. Would you like to know what they are? Nah, definitely not. Why? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. She would be curious. She finds a whetstone, a mithril dagger, and a ring of protection. Plus one. Very nice. Sweet. And a plus one hammer. And the hammer. <laughs> uh, the other two things are magical. I'm letting you have the ring of protection since you've identified those before. I feel like you'd know what that looks like. Yeah, I think Lyra's wearing one right now. Uh, so she would grab all the items and come back up to the surface. Okay. Anybody spellcrafting these or touching them? Yeah, I'll, I'll hold some things in my hands. So you hold the dagger. This is a plus one mithril dagger. Yes, you said that. I said it was a mithril dagger. Yeah. Not that it was plus one. Yeah. It's even better than myth, just mithril. Yeah, it's nice to have a special weapon prop or special weapon material on top of it being plus one. The whetstone is interesting. You hold it in your hand and your eyes roll back and you see a sword with an emerald in the pommel and you begin to use the whetstone on the sword sharpening it the door opens and a less ghostly Visoriana enters your chambers she runs up to you and gives you a hug and your vision fades you can tell that this whetstone is somehow magical but you can't tell how I succeed at spellcraft you can't tell how okay alright well I will say well guys um, not sure what's going on with this whetstone but Max probably needs a little sharpening after everything that's going on and she sharpens the axe sure and it definitely looks sharper. Okay. She's just going to put it in her pocket otherwise. She keeps a sharp weapon around. She should probably have a whetstone. My book is getting a little dull. Maybe I should take the whetstone to that. You're bludgeoning. Well, you know. <laughs> Pounds and iron. There's sharp corners on it. I'm just fucking around. I'm not going to... I think she's she's fine with it. Yeah, I don't think you need it. <laughs> oh, I do value your counsel in these dark times, Ikma. Uh, it, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Nick, do you think your sword needs any sharpening? Nope, nope. Uh, I'm fine. Okay. This ring of protection is pretty nice, too. I already have one. Does anybody else want it? I went down quite a bit in the last combat and many combats before. I, I, it, it pains me to say, but I would appreciate having the ring. A little extra protection could go a long way for me. Uh, after all, you're, you're not wearing your, well, you said you were married, so you can just wear a ring again, you know? Yes, I will. And... That may be something we could speak about when you're a little older. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always wanted to know how to, how to, how to do that, you know. <laughs> and Matsumbe puts his, puts, his, puts his hand on Ikma's shoulder and he says, Ikma, you're a good friend, and sometimes you're a hero. One day, 
you will learn how to be a man. Uh, That's okay, Mujimba, thanks. Let's go or something. Thanks, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys have one thing left to do in this prison. You have to give Vissoriana her husband's badge of office. That's right. I think uh, Ikmer's been holding on to that. Holding on to the badge? Yeah, because so he guys... did, uh, He originally took it out of the, the mouth of the corpse, so... You guys venture upstairs then? Back up? Yeah, um... Hi... Vissoriana. <laughs> okay, hi. so you fast travel to Vissoriana's <laughs> room. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, I guess I... I know, Matumbe's got... Got some climbing to do. I have my climbing rope. Yeah, you guys have the rope of climbing. You can... So he zips up like Batman. Except it's only 10 feet per round, so... He zips up like (laughs) Batman very slowly. He he zips up like an old lady in one of those electronic chairs that gets her up the stairs. (laughs) 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 He actually makes a little dip for his ass, and he just sits on it and just kind (laughs) of... That visual is amazing. Everybody just, else has climbed and Matube is only halfway. I'm just thinking Shaq like yeah, sitting Shaq? out in the mobility chair. Eating Cheez-Its. The fan art potential for that <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> so you guys make it back upstairs. The haunts seem less active this time around. You don't feel the room get cold as you walk through it on your way to Vissoriana's. You enter her room, I'm assuming, and she greets you. Hello, adventurers. I feel a weight lifted from my shoulders. You were successful, weren't you? We have eradicated the scum and villainy of the five murderers of Harrowstone from this prison. You may rest easy. I can only put them to rest for good with my husband's badge of office. Oh, yeah, I I guess. Here you go. It's no big deal. (laughs) <laughs> it's no big deal. What's with Ikmer now? <laughs> so he hands her the badge. She looks down at it, and then she looks at each of you. And her eyes linger on Eclipse. Oh. Oh, my. You haven't eradicated all of the prisoners. Now have you? You, you know, uh, Vasoriana, we did find a whetstone. Uh, do, you, do you know what, what that could have been? I'll look at it momentarily, Ikmer. No, I mean, I mean we're it might be so, important, huh? We're, we're tired. I just want to go home. Uh, I mean, unless you can heal us. Jesus, presumptuous. <laughs> you know Eclipse carries the spirit of the Lopper, do you not, Ikmer? Do the rest of you know? Do the rest of you see it? Guys, I don't really know what she's talking about. 
you have taken spirits in the past. Do do you need help? Are you in over your head? We can help you get rid of him. Is this true, Eclipse? I know you have special abilities, talents you've displayed beyond the supernatural. You know, uh, I mean... She she did heal us and, and everything, so w- wouldn't that be just weird if he was still around? Wouldn't he still hurt us? See, she, e- Eclipse, tell him, you healed him, so, so you can't be, can't be bad. Yeah, I, I just have his axe. I think there must be just so much of the spirit left there. So, you can contain him then? I mean, it's just his axe, so, yep. I can't let you leave the prison if you can't contain him. It appears that the axe is tainted with his foul energy. Unfortunately, there's not much we can do about that. I, I mean, like, we still have, like, the hammer and, and I mean, you, you even carried the book one time, Matumba, so... This is true. It, it would make sense that they're, they're all... You know, kind of bad. It it just seems like the axe is a little bit worse, is all. Yeah, and I think I've got this axe really well under control. A word of caution, Eclipse. You may leave this place, but beware of his influence. He will speak to you eventually, if he hasn't already. He will want his freedom. You may be a better warden than I. You may be able to keep him at bay. But be cautious. And she takes the warden symbol of office. And upon her touch, it crumbles to the ground. And you see this pulse of positive energy. And then she begins to fade. Any last questions? Ask them now. Do you want to stay with us? No. The whole point of me doing this was so I could have rest. (laughs) (laughs) But we we could go on adventures together. Uh, Eclipse, I I think it's time we leave. Visoriana, tell Phrasma, I'm sure I'll see her soon. I'll tell him, or I'll tell her, (laughs) I owe you a great debt. I very much appreciate that. And she fades. The prison no longer feels oppressive. Hell yeah! Goodness! We did it! So are you guys heading back to town? I think that's the only way left to go. All right. You guys make the trek back. Make a perception check. Ikmer with a six, but uh, he would also very much like to go to the fountain and see if that was uh, how many letters left there were. Okay. You guys are still on the way back, but noted. 24. 24? Three. Three. Oh, nine. Eclipse, you see... A shadow following the party. What's new? And it seems to jump 
tree to tree unnaturally fast. It seems like it's keeping its distance. And I know this is real and not in my head. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, hey, guys. Don't don't act suddenly, but I think something's following us. That's That's not a good sign. Is it flying with a lot of legs and maybe some brains? Uh, I haven't caught it. It's just going between tree to tree. Can I do any kind of knowledge or... Um, Lyra would remember that that's how the creature moved. If it's moving from tree to tree, it's probably the Nathalgu. It said it would be watching us. Or me. Has you shared that with the rest of the party before? Yeah, I think she has. Yeah, okay. yeah she came clean yeah. not long after it started following her. Unlike Eclipse, Lyra comes clean. Lyra is a good character. I was, I felt Eclipse was very betrayed by Lyra for a little bit because she didn't come clean right away. But, anyways. So now she's <laughs> returning the favor. <laughs> so you guys head back. I assume a little more warily, kind of looking over your shoulders. Now, Ikmer wanted to go to the fountain. He does so. Do the rest of you go along with him, or are you parting ways? Matumbe definitely goes with. Lyra definitely doesn't want to be split up from the party if the Nithalgu might be back, so she'd follow the majority. Okay. Yeah, um, Eclipse will go too. She's probably going to cast her mind state and just be like riding on this invisible horse, though, because she is tired. Okay. She's got 20 minutes of it, so she'll be hanging around the fountain on her horse. So you guys reach the fountain... And it looks pristine. No letters written upon it. Well, well, that's good. I mean, I, I think the town can rest easy now. But do we know if Zokar's safe? I think there's only one way to find out. <laughs> so you head to the Laughing Demon Bar. Yeah, we go to the bar. Yeah, on the way, Ikmer is uh, fishing through his bag of holding and uh, pulls, pulls out, out. tankard. That's right. <laughs> yes. Not a not a whole lot of foresight needed there. You guys make it to the Laughing Demon, and it's been about two hours since your encounter in Harrowstone and since exchanging the badge. I guess it would probably be pretty late in the day based on the fact that we fought you guys went out in the things. morning you fought a couple of things it's probably early evening at this point cool okay it's a big day it's a big day to be sure but and honestly we, combat goes really quick so yeah definitely still bruised up and yeah bloody and so nice. you guys with your varying degrees of less than 10 health walk up to the bar and Zokar is there, and he greets you. It, it's nice to see a friendly face, Zokar. Oh, my boy, you made it out of the prison. That's amazing. Yeah. What did you bring me? You bring me a souvenir. Oh, um, you know, uh, let me, let me kind of fish around here. Uh, here is a vial that we found of a 
cure light wounds. Ooh, wait, wait, maybe, maybe, maybe we should keep that. But I mean, if it, it's empty now, we Don't already drank it. Right? Go ahead. But it is from the prison. Uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what is with the coughing? Sakar's <laughs> still not feeling his best. Yeah, there we go. That's what it is. But uh, it's uh, straight from the prison. Uh, First aid station. Thank you, my friend. It's not quite an adamantine tankard, I guess, but I'll take it. Thank oh, you. I mean, I, I guess that you can, I mean, you want that back or no, something? No, no, no. I gave it to you as a gift. Yeah, yeah. I plan on filling it up uh, very, very soon here, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> everyone is sick. <laughs> this is the seedy tavern. The seedy tavern where everyone is dying of the bubonic plague. It's canon. So, Zokar serves you guys, and you can see that, like, his head is bandaged up, but he seems to be doing okay. Zokar, have you, have, you, have you been injured lately? Yes, um, I was looking in the mirror, and... You won't believe it, but a man, he came behind me and hit me with his hammer. Oh, I think you'd be surprised what we'd believe these days. I, I smashed the, the back of my head, obviously, and then the front of my head as well, on the mirror. I shattered it. That is distressing, but I don't think you have to worry about this man any longer. Yeah, he was a stupid little dwarf. Yeah. We don't have any hate towards dwarves, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> he was small and he was not particularly intelligent. I think I might need some rest to get my mind off things, guys. I'd otherwise, I'd normally have a drink. Suzokar so serves those of you that are drinking. Serves the rest of you pretty much whatever you ask for. And, um... Doesn't serve you dog meat. <laughs> it's a dog in the bar, apparently. So, do you guys head back to the Lorimore estate after this? Yeah, we're all pretty beat up and tired. I think we could use a good night's rest. Okay. So you head back after a couple of drinks. It's probably, you know, nine or ten at night and we move off of the coughing soundtrack <laughs> Jesus now you're no. doing it <laughs> coughing for real it, it spread from the from Sirenscape through the mic uh, no. I, when that happened I inhaled conservatively two ounces of hams and it was burning in my lungs I had to cough really are you bad. drinking hams? yeah he's back yeah, I switched over to the hams he finished that tall boy in short order I I set a re- I, this is a short aside. I set a personal record for 2016. Whoa. Okay, Whoa. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> for 2019. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you killed back her. To, back to the coughing. I set a personal record for 2019 and have not had an alcoholic beverage in about five days. Wow, you did it. So, what a good what a good I, boy. You that, know, I, that's I, a sad I, state of affairs. I I could have sworn it was all of our resolution wow. to drink more. And you fucking blew it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this early. This early, you're breaking resolutions. Snapping them like twigs. So you guys get back to the Lorimore estate. Kendra's there. 
She sees the shape you're in. She basically leaves you alone. I assume you all head straight to bed. Yeah, Ickmer would drag his feet, walk up the stairs real slow, and just plop on the bed. Um, does he take his armor off? Because I believe sleeping in medium armor uh, gives you a... <laughs> I, I have no comment. No comment. Okay. Lyra would triple check that her window is locked shut and there's no mysterious entities in any trees. By Lyra her. is freaked by the windows after the fucking bird. Yes, she is. And the Nathalgu is following That's her true. Too. That's true. She's a little cautious. Eclipse opens all of her windows. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. More birds. <laughs> Give me all the shadow birds. Cracks her door open. Just cracks open Lara's door. Just to, just to mess with her. I hope there's no ghosts <laughs> in here. Wouldn't it be a shame if someone came in? <laughs> so Matumbe heads to bed. Yeah, Matumbe reads some passages from the Bones Land in a Spiral. and uh, Thanks his lucky stars. Thanks his lucky stars. Praise for... Hours. Eclipse enters her room and once again sees the lopper sitting on her bed. Hey, buddy, that was a close one, huh? <laughs> yeah, it really was, wasn't it? <laughs> I hope we're friends now because you owe me one. You see, I could have just got us out of there, but no. I saved your fucking friends, too, didn't I? Didn't I? Well, that's because we're friends, huh? No, it's not because we're friends. Although we are now, it's because you owe me a favor. Well, the way I see it, you also owe me a favor, Vance. Because I haven't tried to get rid of you yet. Oh, we'll get there. Because it'd be quite the experience for you to try and get rid of me. Oh, I'm not, I'm not one of those weak spirits you have in your bag. <laughs> oh, no. I don't possess an object, Eclipse. <laughs> I'm a part of you now. Well, until then, keep me safe. And until then, you can wait. Until I ask you to pay up. And then you're gonna... Whether you want to or not, you're going to help me. Capiche? As long as you help me too, I'm good. And the lopper dissipates. And I think at this point, I confer the mechanical piece of this. Eclipse now has a corruption. Now, corruptions in Pathfinder are certain tracks, bad things that happen to your character. They progress in steps, and each corruption has a different thing that causes it to manifest itself. So there are some corruptions like being a werewolf that can happen, or being a vampire, or being possessed by a devil. This is the possession corruption that Eclipse now finds herself plagued with. What happens is Eclipse has to make a save to maintain control of herself, as you saw in the Splatterman fight. Now, I played it a little differently in that fight. I didn't want 
her to feel like completely left out of the combat. But the way that works is it's usually a once a day type of thing. Corruptions are really cool in that they can impart these profane bonuses to you, but they usually come at a cost. This is a very corruption-filled campaign, so those of you that are really into Pathfinder and have read about corruptions, I am playing them on the beneficial corruption track, which means that you don't always... Corruptions usually come with a benefit and a stain. The benefit being some enhanced ability that you get, the stain being some negative that you take for having that bonus. The beneficial corruption track allows you to take benefits without taking stains. So you can decide to take a stain and further your corruption track, but you don't have to like you would during the normal corruption. This is all a very complicated way of saying that the Lopper has now possessed Eclipse and will begin to assert his power over her, but it's not without its benefits, as you've seen. Right, so I'm currently at, you know, corruption stage one, which is, you know, the first time that you fail, you move one step closer to the spirit's alignment. And then the spirit would normally control your actions till the next sunrise. Griffin, being a kind person and didn't want me to be totally unable to control my body for, you know, a, f- a full day, uh, kind of let me have that one. But also, at the same time, part of this is once I hit three points of influence, that's normally when Maya would have visible difficulty controlling my body. So you get points of influence uh, every time that I become confused, dazed, frightened, panicked, stunned, any of those things. I lose uh, any kind of immunity that I normally would have to confusion, dazed, fear, and stun because those are what give you these points of influence. So once you hit three, that's normally when you have to start making these checks on are you able to act without being possessed. So Griffin uh, played it a little bit different, but it was very interesting. I think that played really well into the way that we were playing this fight. So um, just so everyone knows, Eclipse was naturally chaotic neutral. The Lopper is chaotic evil. This puts Eclipse already at chaotic evil. This will change the way that she interacts with the party. Changes the way we that I level up. Why would I... I mean, I'm now a chaotic evil character. I'm leveling up. Um, it changes the way that I think. In addition, I do have my um, manifestation, which is those benefits and stains that he was talking about. So I have uh, hateful voices, which is uh, paranoid whispers constantly mingle with my own thoughts. Which and I think we played that really well yeah. with the lopper constantly kind of being in your ear and in your head. Right, and so the gift with that is I get a plus four bonus on perception checks and sense motive to see through disguises, notice, you know, stuff. The stain would be if uh, a character that I consider an ally or friend betrays me or disappoints me, even if it's innocent and kind of unknowing, I would mutter about how that character was an enemy all along, which is fascinating. And Well, I think we also kind of played that right. out today, right? Yeah. So I think it's... Talking about Ikmer being a threat. Yeah. Yeah, so Griff said, you know, I could take the stain or not. Uh, it's kind of my choice. And I think that plays really well. And now that I'm on stage one officially of being possessed, um, I would normally take another manifestation. And that second one is uh, two minds. And that's, you know, I have two minds in my head. <laughs> There's uh, 
the lopper and eclipse. Right. And so, you know, the gift is I'll have extra bonuses to saves against mind affecting effects. Um, the stain, if I if I choose to go down that route, I would have to roll twice on initiative checks and take the lower thoughts, a lower result because thoughts are distracting me. So again, very interesting. I think this plays really well. Eclipse doesn't have good initiative anyway, so whether I play it that way or not, it's not like I'm going to be the beginning of the initiative round. <laughs> so to your old twenty and a one. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just uh, a little bit about corruptions. If anyone wants to talk more about those, uh, feel free to like talk to me on on Discord or send us an email or anything else on any of our various social medias. I'm I'm cool to talk about them. They're fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's a decision I chose to implement in this in this adventure path because you will all go down a path where there's a potential you become corrupted this is just the first and it's very fitting for the carrying crown campaign so i think so too yeah and one one of my favorite things about this is that we decided to do corruption or rather griffin kind of decided and then we all were like this sounds great let's do it like a year ago before we started the podcast. Yeah, yeah I was really <laughs> and, interested in doing them. And we've been recording for near damn seven months now and have kept this to ourselves. But let's leave that to a zone of truth. Yeah, that's okay. what I want to know is you each over the course of the night level up, get some new powers. <laughs> I, want, I want your number one coolest thing that you got. We'll start with Steve and go around the table. Cool. So. Um, all right, we're going to ignore all the boring shit like skill points and saves and all that that malarkey. Nobody but gives a fuck. Nobody nobody gives a fuck. So um, what I really love about the living grimoire uh, archetype for Inquisitor is that it's not really an Inquisitor. It's this weird smorgasbord of like it, divine casting combined with wizard type of casting. Yeah, like where prepared he's, yeah, and prepared. with a spell book, which is, I think, the only divine caster that has a spell book, yeah, as far as I know. And on top of that, there's this weird, like, war priest angle to it where um, the the living, I'm sorry, the living grimoire can inject his book with, like, cool divine energy to do different things, and that's what Matumbe unlocks at level four. Bam. So Bam. you can, like, add flaming and shit to it? Yeah, so there's there's basically everything off the War Priest class um, sacred weapon uh, enhancement bonus thing. Matumbe can do that. He can only do it four rounds a day. So, like, in the in the middle of combat, if there was utility for it, Matumbe could enhance his his divine book his the bones land in the spiral copy of with brilliant energy deafening disruption flaming frost keen shock in addition um inquisitors usually get bane at fifth level but the inquisitor uh the living grimoire inquisitor gets bane at fourth level for the uh the holy book yes you don't get bane as a class ability but you exactly. can imbue your book with bane which you most times will because it's 2d6 because it, it's so good yeah. yeah and that's that's the thing i'm most excited about all right fourth level's huge brooks what did ikmer get that's really cool well uh he first of all open uh he will have a constant seltzer open all the time oh he took fortified drinker the trait uh not not quite he's just a heavy drinker by uh by dna no but uh he 
is a fighter, and therefore everybody knows that the he will get a feat almost every um, every almost level. every level, and so he is building up to be something. I'm not going to quite reveal it quite yet, but he took combat combat reflexes this nice. round. It's it's a bit lame. It's a great uh, feat, dude. Don't, yeah, oh, don't yeah. call it lame. I mean, <laughs> oh, being I, in the front and in the thick of things and getting multiple attacks of opportunity is golden when you're fighting multiple enemies. I, so. I'd say lame in the in the sense of presentation and yeah, cool it's one of those and, that a lot of people take be, yeah. it, because it's a great feat. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And so if you if you guys really want to know what's uh, what's coming up for him, I I think the. Uh, the feet tree is we'll begin pretty to much going itself. to yeah. yeah. And if you really want to know, you can just uh, hit me up on Discord. I'll let you know. Classic. Haley, what did Eclipse get besides those beefy corruption bonuses? I also got three spells, three level two spells. These are my first level two spells. Um, got one of each of my three. What is it called? Schools. So evocation abjuration and conjuration so uh flaming sphere note of blasting and returning weapon communal nice so yeah. uh giving your guys a little bit of range utility which is nice since you're not really great at range yeah 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 i That's think pretty cool that was smart that's very smart and I think the most interesting one that I did get, besides, you know, returning weapon communal, that's obvious, and uh, I think it will be really fun. But note of blasting is uh, fascinating. It's it's almost like a, a psychic bomb, right? So I can p- take a, a, a touched object weighing no more than 10 pounds, cast a spell on it, throw this object into um, an area, and if I can successfully either hit the creature or the creature touches it, like let's say it's something they're curious about, yeah. it would deal 66 points of damage and the creature would be staggered for a minute. Um, <laughs> whew, yeah, yeah. That's a beaut. Oh, how neat is that? That's Gorgeous. a pretty neat spell. It would also be really good for traps and stuff. You know, you could put it on a door handle or something. Nice. Yeah. Last but not least, what Lyra get that's really cool? She also got a couple new level two spells, her first ones, which is exciting. Um, Other than cure moderate wounds, which I'm sure will be helpful, she also took a few burst spells because doing ranged damage is difficult. Uh, So these can do some damage, but... uh, What you got for me? So burst of radiance, which uh, has the potential to blind and also do damage. All right. Against evil creatures. And then Soundburst, because of her lovely singing voice, that she is, can... That is so insanely appropriate. Lyra becomes a screamer singer. Basically, yeah, it does sonic damage and has the chance to uh, stun creatures for one round. Nice. I uh, I took improved TPK. I'll be using it in book <laughs> two. Uh, I got pretty damn close this book. I, you know, I gave a little and took a little, so... You wanted it. I could tell. I could see in your eyes. You wanted it. <laughs> You could see it in my eyes. Yeah. He wanted you could to see it make, in my smile. He That's wanted right. to make actual play podcast history and have be the first TVK on air. I blew it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the story continuity would go really well after that. <laughs> so that's awesome. You guys are in Raven Grove for another two weeks. You are basically making good on your promise in Professor Lorimore's will that you would stay around for a month, help Kendra out. 
And we still have those books. You still have the books that you have to return to Leopardstadt. So your next destination is Leopardstadt. You know that it's several days' journey. It's decently far, but it's one of the closer large cities. So basically, if you want to do something in the intervening two weeks, you may, such as craft something, or I, I don't know if any of you have any crafting feats. I don't think you do. You can certainly sell all your stuff and buy stuff. That can still happen in this time frame, but you may want to save it for when you're in a bigger city. That's up to you. In the intervening time, Kendra gets a letter. Um, guys, I'm, I'm wondering if you would mind bringing me with you to Leopardstadt. I... I'd been thinking about selling my dad's house. There's there's too many bad memories here, especially after what's happened. And, and I know you guys took care of all of the weird things happening in town, but I'd rather not stay. I got a letter from Adivian. Do you remember him? He was at the funeral. He was one of my one of my dad's students. He mentioned having this big trial he had to be a part of in in Leopardstadt he he kind of moonlights as a as a public defender but he said I could stay with him at his flat in town and then and then maybe I could I could come with him to Califas he's got a house there and he he was willing to let me stay and I think the money from my dad's place would would really set me up really well. But I don't think I can make it to Leopardstadt by myself. We would be happy to escort you. Leopardstadt, I, I'm unfamiliar with this territory. Is it a particularly populous town? It, it has Leopardstadt University. It's one of the... one of the draws of Ustalov as far as a town of learning... I see. It's also very old. There are a lot of people there. It has a lot of history. You know, Kendra, uh, just before I got here, I was quite the bodyguard and escort myself. I I would feel safe with any of you, Ick, but uh, especially you. I know you were a caravan guard for my dad. That's right. As well as an escort. Not going to touch that. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that only after I had said escort. (laughs) So she she asked you guys if you're willing to bring her along. Um, I think in the intervening days, those of you that aren't busy doing your own things, I think she she would ask to kind of help her get her father's affairs together to be able to sell. So those of you that are more business-minded might Ooh. might what be able that? to help her out. <laughs> um, also, we need a meal prep for our... Uh, you guys are going to meal prep? <laughs> yep. Okay, meal you prep meal prep. prep. But honestly, you see in, in these days in between, the demeanor of the townsfolk just seems to improve drastically. There's no more 
no one's guarded against you anymore. It doesn't seem like people are as call it superstitious. They, it seems like a weight's been lifted from them as well. And you find that you're getting along with these people and the people that you were getting along with just seem even warmer. Like Zokar is just asking Itmer to go get lunch with him, like is embracing you all as like introducing you to his sons, that kind of thing. He's so excited to have more adventurers in the town, even though he knows you're only here briefly. Oh yeah, Itmer would go nuts. Uh, do just about everything he could with everyone that asked him. But Ikmer would probably, um, I guess, in his free time, outside of helping Kendra move some of the furniture or whatnot, uh, go back to the sheriff and uh, shadow. Oh, so he would actually, like, work with the sheriff on, you know, the... I think, I think Benjin is actually working on kind of tying up the loose ends around what happened in town. And, and there were some crimes that were maybe a part of the haunting of Harrowstone that he's trying to follow up on, tie up loose ends. And he mentions to you, as you're kind of shadowing under him, Ikmer, it, it was the weirdest thing. I, I don't, I don't remember, you know, in those nights you were at the, at the prison there, I don't remember the evenings. I don't remember going to bed. I don't, it's a weird black space for me. And I'm, I'm confused that I, th- I think it must have been what was haunting the prison, but it, it, something must have happened. I didn't feel right. You, you know, um, that, that did happen for a couple of folks a little bit more, uh, a little bit more so than others, and that seemed completely reasonable, to be honest. It was, uh, it, it was certainly a darkest before the dawn, uh, I would, I would say, and so, uh, with that, I, I think... I think what you were feeling was completely reasonable. Thanks for the for the reassurance, lad. I didn't think I'd get it from you, but you are shaping up to be quite the detective. Oh well, I mean, I mean, Matumba is pretty good, but I I just want to, you know, get get. You want to one up him, don't you? Well, at least get as good as him, but. uh you know, some of the paperwork, you know, is something I never really got a chance to do. And I think after this kind of, after this ordeal and after this interest you've taken in the guard, Sheriff Benjamin would make you an honorary deputy for life. Oh. And he'd give you a little badge. Aww. Oh. He, he uh, takes it in both hands as one would uh, baby bird and cradles it and holds it close to his heart and Sheriff I can promise you that I will never part with this as as long as I live that's a sweet thing to say Ikmer I know you'll move on from this town but 
I want you to remember us. You did us a great service. Oh, well, you will never move on from my heart. <laughs> Beautiful. Are the rest of you doing anything in this time? Um, Eclipse would probably... So it's it's going to be obviously a weird time after everything that's happening. She's going to spend um, some days probably almost locked into a room talking to herself slash, you know, fans and spirits. And so... You know. She's, you know. She's going to... boys. She, she's going to feel... Uh, she's actually probably going to feel pretty... Uh, bored at some point um, and, but when she has those moments of clarity she would spend time trying to again read that black book like she would spend quite a bit of time trying to figure that out before she has to give it back because she, she doesn't want to give it back it's hers now but she knows she's going to have to she's reading it and with her extensive couple of weeks at this point, it's not like before where you were getting snippets night by night. You've managed to read through a good chunk of the book and you've found notes from Lorimore. The notes describe his trip to a town called Ilmarsh and the child he found there. They describe the creatures surrounding that town black tentacled from beyond this world and they describe the creature in the bay larger than any ship he had ever seen claws and eyes and tentacles the villagers feared it but revered it he doesn't know why. You can tell from his notes. And you can tell that he's studying the child that he found. That's all you really find, aside from descriptions of different monstrosities, things that you can't really put to thought. That's fine. Eclipse would probably take notes on what she does know and, like, notes on uh, Lorimar's stuff to come back to at another time. Okay. Is Lyra doing anything in this time? She would definitely be helping Kendra kind of get all of her affairs in order. Uh, but in her free time, she would, anytime she left the house, be kind of constantly looking over her shoulder, looking up at the sky, making sure nothing's following her. As she would go and visit Liana's family, she would bring them food, just make sure that they're doing okay. They're doing okay, and they have time to process their daughter's death because she knows that that would be a very difficult time for them. And Lyra, you continue to see this looming shadow. It continues to watch you, but it seems to stay a distance away as if it's thinking and observing. Contemplating everything that Lyra is doing at this point it knows you've grown in power it can tell but from what you can see it's grown in power as well as well as size it never seems to stop in any one place it just moves with a swiftness that again is just not of this earth 
you know you're being followed, but I think you take comfort in the fact that it doesn't seem to want you yet. Lyra definitely understands that feeling of waiting for more power to come. Definitely when she was a child, the cult was waiting for her to come into her full power as well. So she'll take her own notes and try not to linger too long out in the open. Uh, But I guess she is just happy that it hasn't chosen to attack yet. Matumbe, what do you do? All right, Matumbe spends his nights, much like Eclipse, studying a tome, but that tome would be the Ergothoa tome. Oh. Um, What was it? Feeding Your Hunger? Feeding Your Hunger, that's correct. I believe that was the one with the fly. fly. It is the one with the fly, Real gross-looking one. And before you go any further, he spends his nights doing that, and then his days um, practicing the, the... or actually, like, learning from Father Granborough how people up north worship Phrasma. And I think that's a very interesting experience for Matumbe. Absolutely. For he has taken the teachings of Phrasma at almost face value. Yeah, all, all he knows about Phrasma, he got from a book. He and did. I think, you know, Father Grimborough really gives you some perspective on on just what almost a nation based off of this religion oper- mm-hmm. how they operate and he mentions that the importance of balance to him is in birth and death yep and those are the two parts of the circle that bring together Phrasma's teachings that somewhat clashes with Matumbe's view, I think, because correct me if I'm wrong, but Matumbe seems to see the balance as a balance of lives going to Phrasma. Correct. And so I think they would discuss that. That would be, I don't think Father Grimborough would dismiss Matumbe yeah, there, for, for thinking that way. Yeah. There's like, there's health. No, no one's arguing. There's just kind of some like healthy debate, like, oh, like, High school debate club. Matumbe, I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily read Our Lady's texts in the in the way that you seem to read them, but I'm I'm interested in your interpretation. What is it? What is it you see in her power, in her balance? Have you ever considered the importance of perspective? I come from the Mwangi Expanse, where death is all around us and life is fleeting. Every moment is fight, fight, fight for your very survival. And death consumes all things. We enter this world but to leave it. In Ustalav, that's not the case. You are born into life. You live life. And then you exit it conveniently. Yes, Matume, but we have a very different problem here. I don't know if, well, you certainly are aware now if you weren't before. Undeath plagues this land. Ever since Tarbafan enslaved the ground you walk on here, Undeath is a plague 
you and I may differ on how we see Our Lady's balance. That's true. I see it as birth bringing balance to death. We can both agree, though, that undeath shakes this balance and throws it out of whack. Am I wrong? Undeath has no place in Phoresma's court. As I said earlier, life is fleeting and death is all around us. Undeath imbalances these scales and upsets the lady. I'm merely an old man, but I've fought this undeath. You have? In, in my younger days, I took a stronger, more brutal stance against the undead. Maybe younger, Father Grimborough, maybe have a few more things to agree with present-day Matumbe. I think you need to seek out the stain on this land. You are strong, I can tell. I, I know it to be true. Fight this undeath, Matumbe. Bring balance to the land as you walk through it. I came here for a funeral, but perhaps my mission here has changed to become one of disrupting the undead and wiping this stain from the countryside of Ustalav. And I think Matumbe finds purpose in his conversation. Back to the books, though. Oh, please tell me that Matumbe has been uh, teaching uh, young... Gerald. Gerald. Oh, hey, Matumbe. <laughs> Could you show me how you did a grave so fast? Gerald, in the upcoming weeks, we are going to have a relationship of a boss and an intern. <laughs> What's an intern, Matumbe? <laughs> You will be doing a lot of work for very little pay. They don't call me Gerald Jr. for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you take young Gerald Jr. under your wing as well. But you're reading these books in the nighttime. You're reading Serving Your Hunger, which you've already identified. I don't think you ever identified the other book. No, I don't believe so. With this amount of time... And especially with reading Serving Your Hunger, I think you're able to identify it. This book is called The Umbral Leaves. It's the unholy book of Zankuthan. That you know that he also has undeath as a part of him, but he is more the god of pain, the god of torture, the god of self-inflicted wounds. Oh, dear. You know that he is, he has become this accursed antithesis of Shaylin. But that going back, those two gods used to be siblings. And he was corrupted and went mad. You're reading these two books and you're finding more details on, especially through Lorimore's notes as you read them that he suspected that these gods played a heavy hand in in the goings-on of the Whispering Way. And I think you already realized that with Urgothoa. Now you know it with Zankuthan as well. 
that their worshippers seem to gravitate towards this cult and undeath just like surrounds this and I think that gives Matumbe some sense of purpose outside of cleansing the land it's he needs to destroy this cult or at least deal it a mortal blow these things continue happening as the party makes it through the weeks now since you've spent a month here it happens maybe a week after you clear Harrowstone Ikmer is stumbling home from Zokar's bar, the Laughing Demon, and the clouds clear, and light illuminates his face. The moon has been growing in size these past couple nights, and the rest of you have noticed that Ikmer seems to wake up in the morning more tired, as if he's had trouble sleeping. On this night, though, the moon is full. Igmer blacks out, whether it's from drinking or some other reason. He doesn't remember making his way home. He wakes up the next morning, clothes shredded, blood on his hands. No idea what had happened the night before. He cleans himself off and comes downstairs and greets the rest of the party. And the rest of you can see his eyes. They remain yellow. This blazing yellow that you haven't seen before in him. He smells the air. He smells breakfast. And that's all you know. And so, you guys enjoy the last couple of days together, the last couple of days of peace and quiet and learning and teaching and being a part of this community before you have to leave. You pack your things. You pack Kendra's things. And you prepare to embark to Lepidstadt. your journey begins and I need you to finish your drinks because I'll see you next week oh. wow Woo! I man it.